0: All right, welcome back to the Plant-Based Fitness Secrets podcast with another episode here with Niels, our senior coach in the Academy. How are you doing, man? I'm great. Happy to be back with you. Yes, yes. Back for another episode. And yeah, how's life? How are you doing? How are things going for you? So lately I've been I've been back home in Switzerland and it's been interesting because I finally got into a routine again a more like strict routine, you could say. And again, it, it taught me again that having like f- seasons of life is so valuable. So if you guys didn't know, so I was traveling a bit more in summer for like at least six to eight weeks. And I was like living in different places a lot of the time and not really having like a set place, a set routine, different time zones. And that was valuable because it taught me a lot about like just going with the flow Um, Being more creative learning more about life itself, but now Being back home Like it's so refreshing and so nice to like get up at like 7 a.m Get two hours of deep work done um, Like do it in a fasted way. Maybe I can share my routine what I'm doing right now. Maybe it's interesting for for one one person Um, So I'm going back to the roots because this is what I did actually when I when I started the business and also when we were working together, Niels, uh, in the beginning, like three years ago, um, I always had this pretty much the same day routine. So I woke up at like six or seven a.m. and just did like two hours of deep work, just with some coffee, uh, like in a fasted state, because I do believe that in a fasted state, I'm more focused, I'm more productive, for whatever reason, probably because my body doesn't have to deal with digestion. And the blood doesn't have to flow there, but it can just be in uh, in my mind, basically. And also, I love the vibe of it where I have to earn my food, right? It's like I'm not getting up and like eating right away. I have to do something for. It. I have to accomplish something. Um, and that's what I'm doing right now as well. So working like two two hours on deep work. Deep work meaning like more project based work, like writing content for youtube for instagram for these podcasts um for hiring team members um for like systems and processes for the business so more like um yeah you could call it deep work by the way big uh, recommendation like the, the the book deep work by kale um newton or something i don't know exactly the name of him but um it's just called deep work and it's a great book if you're trying to if you're a knowledge worker or someone that has to do a lot of like thinking work uh call newport he's called by the way the author call newport um then i highly recommend the book it's awesome so then i would usually have some food so at that time would be like 9 maybe 10 a.m then i have like a light you could call it breakfast um having like a smoothie usually with protein powder fruit veggies and peanut butter so Still pretty light, like 300, 400 calories, but enough protein to satisfy me and get my day started. And then um, I continue with work. And then usually around midday, where usually I would have lunch break, like at 12, I would not have lunch. I would go to the gym, right? So I would go to the gym on not much food, still like kind of being satisfied from my smoothie, from my little breakfast still have enough protein in my system so I don't break down any muscle while working out, but also pushing my lunch out a bit more, right? So if I go to the gym at like 12, then I'm probably eating lunch at like 2 p.m., maybe 2.30, depending. And then it makes the rest of my day much easier to stay within my calorie range. So usually I would have breakfast at like 7 or 8, and then lunch at 12, and then snack, and then dinner. So there's a lot of like different meals. But now everything's pushed back a few hours, so it makes makes it much easier for me to stay within my calorie range. Um, so, obviously, I'm blessed to be able to have this type of schedule to do it this way. But having midday workouts lately has been a game changer for me. Been enjoying it a lot. Um, I'm curious on your thoughts, actually. So I, I've been talking a lot here, <laughs> so curious on your thoughts, Niels, on like midday workouts or like having workouts at different times of the day have you experimented with that um, and what's your take on that mm-hmm. yeah interesting
1: but also great to to uh hear I think for people and also for me to hear your routine um I agree with it a lot actually with working out somewhere around between 12 and two kind of as you said midday I would call it if you have the luxury of course to do so not everybody has but um I can also kind of see what I'm doing, what what time, where do I use that break? And I like it because I feel that it's usually a time where when you work from home, which most of us do, is that you don't get much movement in. And I think as you just described it kind of, you start depending, maybe you've been outside or you haven't been outside, but you start to emerge in a deep work. You have a nice focus, but at some point it's just natural that that focus kind of diminishes a little. And that would be usually when you are up at six or seven-ish, around 11 12 at least by one because very rarely you find somebody working very very productive in a deep zone focus for five six hours that's not really usual to be honest I'd say Um, sometimes people maybe think they are but most likely they are they aren't they are probably for two to three hours so I find that breaking it up with a workout, then getting movement in, right, like getting the endorphins, which uh, also for me personally, I'm not hungry after a workout. So that helps me even more, I uh, kind of don't feel the need to eat about, let's say, an hour at least after a strength session, usually, even if I've been slightly hungry before, even then it helps me to kind of not be hungry afterwards. Uh, And again, the movement that helps the mental state too. So I really like it. And I've been experimenting throughout the years with different Um, Yeah, times of the day. uh, Like, of course, also before I had the luxury to work from home, right? Like I had to work out like uh, nine to five after I've been working as a lifeguard. And even then I went to the gym worked out at 5 or 6pm. And it was okay, I did it because I'm committed to the journey. But still, I didn't really enjoy it as much as what I do now. I've been also working, maybe you remember, like I think it was about two years ago, I worked very early, 5 a.m., 5.30 before I start work, crushed the workout, which yes, it has some, it gives a little spice or kick to your morning, but what I found is also makes me uh, makes me tired very, very early. Like, I don't wanna be tired when I finish work. When you finish work in the evening, maybe, or late afternoon, you want to do the rest. You wanna have energy for your family, for my son, and if Noah wants to play with me at 5pm, and I say, you know what, I'm going to bed now. (laughs) It's not the most optimal. And so basically, that's kind of evening workouts. If I can avoid it, I avoid it. Because also, I don't want that energy boost at a certain time anymore. Very early morning workouts, if I can, I avoid it because of being tired too early. That's why I like the midday. Yeah. So of course, it really depends on your schedule. And the body can get used to quite a lot. So for example, if you skip your evening workout, always then hey, get it in in the morning. Rather, you get your workout in and are a little tired in the evening um, than skipping it. But that's where I'm currently at.
0: It's so funny because, thanks for sharing that, it's so funny because I was thinking about it today, actually, um, and I was kind of catching myself slacking because way back in the days when I started working out, like, I don't know, three, four years ago, um, I started working out, like, six years ago, but, like, doing workouts for, like, one or two years in. I was so committed, like I was so obsessed with working out. Like I, I always got it done in the morning, no matter what was going on. And I think, like I had to go to school, like way, like six years ago, that like eight a.m., nine a.m. But then I woke up at like five to get to workout done before school. I didn't care, right? And nowadays I'm like, oh, getting up at five on workout. That's that sounds tough. So I caught myself kind of getting soft and being like, wow, like way back. Also some days where i had like other stuff going on and i had a push-pull routine and i knew i couldn't work out two days in a row i was like okay i'll do my pull day and my push day in one session like i'm committed to this (laughs) i don't want to miss a workout and nowadays i'm like oh my god full body workout is going to be tough so it's funny like if you look back sometimes um realizing like what you can actually do and sometimes it's just the excuses right but i agree with you midday workouts have been amazing. It's like a reset for your day, right? You're like, okay, I've been doing some work, kind of exhausted, kind of bored. Oh, wow, like I now get to move my body, get exhausted and um, get a pump. And then you get a shower, maybe even a cold shower. Okay, and after work, I wouldn't recommend a cold shower, but maybe you do go to the sauna or you just like refresh yourself and then you can start the second half of the day, like refresh new energy, new motivation. So if you can afford it, if you maybe work from home right now and you have some yeah, flexibility with the schedule, I highly recommend we highly recommend doing it midday, yeah, before your lunch break. Um, and if you can work out from home, then that's even even better, even easier for you, of course. Um, I've also tested morning workouts and I agree with you, it like kind of makes me tired very early. Um, and evening workouts, I was liking for a bit because it's kind of like you can shut off your brain at the end of the day and like just like work hard but also it needs some type of intensity and also gyms are very full in the evening usually so that's why i don't like that too much either so um, midday workouts is is definitely where it's at um, and then after my workout usually i have my lunch like i said and then i just finish my my day at like 8 8 p.m or something so right now i'm like in a season of work mode so i get up at seven and work till like seven to eight um, with a workout in between, so that really helps me get stuff done, but still get my get my workouts in um but also we were talking about before the podcast something interesting uh about the any eighty twenty principle, which I touched on this podcast before um but how do you make sure Niels, that within a workday you like what do you do to still like feel happy, feel healthy, feel aligned? and have energy, because again, you, you you have family, you have a long work day, a lot of stuff going on. Um, what do you do to keep yourself crushing it in that regard? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that's. I think that that's probably also interesting because, um, yeah, even not everybody has, of course, the option to work out midday. And I think what I do on rest days, because I work out, usually I work out strength wise three times a week um, and do other things like riding gravel bike maybe twice a week and that's what i don't do midday right that's what i do early evening kind of when i finish work so there are days of course where i'm not working out and i think especially those maybe that days these also apply to office workers or some people who can't work out midday but they could still benefit from little things as to say 80 20. i would say i I've gotten pretty good, I would say with doing these little things, maybe these 20% that influence my 80% work life, family life, in such a good way that, I'm, yeah, better functional, better mood, better human being than I probably was like, when we started that whole working from home thing, right? Of course, you got to figure things out. Um, As as I remember, when I started, like 2019 is uh, like, I was pretty much just working through, just working through eating in front of them doing this doing that just work, 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 work. And it works too for a while. But at some point, you realize and I actually just had the conversation with a client too, is um, maybe I can give that little um, um, side note here because I think it's interesting and maybe helps people shift their mindset around a little. Sometimes people say, Hey, let's just say you have a huge project at work, you're working a lot and you have to do it also. um, And you say, Hey, Lately, I've been skipping my workouts and skipping this and that because I feel sorry for my colleagues and my team and I want to, I need to work. The thing is, it's not the right mindset to think that way, because uh, I bet you 100% that you would be a better functional human being for work for relationships, for finances, for yourself, for pretty much every area in your life, if you take that me time, and you do work out, and you do take care of your nutrition, and you do go for these, let's just say 10,000 steps accumulated throughout the day, you see the sunlight a couple of times a day, all of those things make you a better functional human being. And believe me, in seven hours, you get the work done that that worst self version of you if you want to call it that way would not even get done in 10 hours and i bet you that like if you try that for four weeks that's true right like i i had times you remember where i probably was working over 10 plus hours these days i would be pretty confident that i can achieve the same and even better in seven to eight so uh because i know how to manage things better my energy right like we talked mm. about create energy protect energy so maybe without going too deep into or too long into my day. But I already started a day with definitely not touching my phone or anything right away, which I still know a lot of people do waking up first thing probably coffee machine, mobile phone, all of those types of things. For me, it's more five to 10 minutes of movement, drinking water, doing a little bit of mobility that already gives me energy right, that gives me energy that I can use then for my two first two to three working hours that I likely spend then in the living room working on the MacBook, um, supporting clients doing everything else sorting my day out a little bit. Um, that's then where I usually have my breakfast break around nine, most of the times. And I don't use that full break to eat. I also use it to take out my dog, either my dog or my son or my son and my dog because again, doesn't matter if it's raining, sun, winter, whatsoever, I go out all of those days, because I come back feeling way better than I would feel than when I'm sitting there just inside, right? Maybe even in front of artificial light. So it's a 20% thing, maybe even a 20-30 minute walk, movement, low intensity movement, I come back, recharged. boom, now I work two, three, sometimes four more hours. And then I usually go for that midday break workout, which again gives me energy. So which you already see kind of you could Uh, I'm making the wave movement now for people that are listening and don't see me is that it's kind of energy. Now I use that energy. Then I'm kind of creating energy again. Now I use that energy. Now I'm creating it again. Now I'm using it again. So basically all of that works in kind of of ways. If I don't work out midday, again, what do I do? I go out again. If I can, I um, even take off my shirt, expose my uh, skin to the sunlight. Um, I take out the dog again. And that's again, All these little things, they make such a big difference and totally get it that I've been because we've been conditioned in certain ways to live for decades in certain ways and usually go for the less amount of effort. And sometimes it feels like effort to just go out for a 20 minute work. But believe me, you feel the difference. Uh, It makes a huge difference. And as Fritz once said, and that stuck with me is... Even though I wouldn't say it's necessarily a hard choice, but I know depending where you are on your fitness journey, it is a hard choice to do that, to go that extra mile and hard choice, easy life, easy life. Uh, no, hard choice, easy life. Yeah. And, and, and easy choice, hard life. And that's very true. And what sometimes might feel as that hard choice for you, believe me, do it. You feel better afterwards, always. Yes. And that I'd say are these 20% things that I do that usually last me until four or 5pm in the evening. And then I'm a fully different version, I still have energy, I can still now take time to be a quality human with my family with my dog, maybe even do things that I haven't done before in the evening. I used to be just, I'm exhausted, maybe not physically, but mentally exhausted. And now i just want to unwind and watch something Um, Hmm. that totally changed just through Mm -hmm. these little steps that I do creating energy, protecting energy.
0: This is so so awesome that you share that because it gives it gives a bit different perspective to energy. I think a lot of people like living day to day life. They think that okay, I have to sit through work or I will do work, and then how I get energy is with food or with like time on my phone, like sp- spending time off work. But how you put it, which is super powerful, is you use activity and nature to gain energy which is so powerful right so a lot of people think that you gain energy by eating food which yes you do obviously carbs and protein and stuff give you energy but I totally agree that movement throughout the day will give you energy back because energy is created like not out of nowhere you have to create it by moving your body so going on walks in nature um, getting your midday workout or home workout even like doing like 10-20 push-ups or squats like those things will give you energy and will reset your your day. And if you haven't thought about it like that, um, this is a great way of thinking about activity. Um, it's it boosts you and yeah, that's that's really awesome. And I've been I've been slacking myself on this um, because I have a walking pad at home uh, when I'm in Switzerland, which is amazing. Like I'm so grateful for it, and it makes my life so much easier because I can walk while being on calls or by watching when watching like any educational content. But I also see myself not going out as much because of that, right? Because I'm like, hey, I have my steps here. Why should I go out? So now it's a good reminder for me too to actually go out and see nature, like taking fresh air, even like cold. Like cold, if it's cold outside, people are like, yeah, it's cold, I don't wanna go outside. And obviously like it's in some areas, um, maybe like if you live in Chicago um, or, like in super cold areas in the world like obviously at some point it gets tough to go out but I think uh, Huberman Lab podcast um, Huberman he also talks about this that uncomfortable like when you feel uncomfortable from being cold that's also kind of good for your body he says that he looked at all the studies and he says you need to spend 11 minutes per week being uncomfortable I'm comfortably cold. That's where you get the benefits from cold exposure. And this doesn't have to be a cold shower or like a cryo. It can also be just going outside when it's cold and maybe just going with a with a hoodie, right? Or maybe even just with just a shirt. So that's also being uncomfortably cold. You don't have to spend like hours. that's definitely not healthy. But if you spend like five to ten minutes walking, <laughs> walking in the outside when it's cold that's also gonna give you some benefits from cold exposure. Um, but also, that, that's more the extreme side, right? If you, if you go out and it's cold, it's also gonna give you energy. It's gonna give you, um it's gonna make you refresh your day. And if you haven't done that or currently not doing it, then going on lunch walks um, or just quick five, 10 minute lo- walks as well will give you a lot of benefits. 100%, yeah. Uh, maybe even adding that one
1: saying I heard once and it really uh, hit home for me because, right, sometimes people might look up to us maybe and they think like, ah, oh, they got it all figured out. Hey, we had to work to get into the position in that we are to um, acquire the knowledge, the experience and uh, unlearn certain habits that did not serve my new life maybe anymore and relearn or learn new habits that do serve my life. And um, so we all need more movement of the body and less movement of the mind, right, Uh, which I think in these days, because we all very much are used to instant gratification. I could just order something with Amazon Prime right away. I don't have to put effort pretty much in for anything, like if I want to hear a song, I use itunes spotify whatever put it on i don't have to use um like uh, what they've been using in the in the 50s right to listen to a song uh, maybe yeah. even cl- clean the i am now know I'm missing <laughs> the word it's not a cd you know what i mean um, yeah. like uh the, how they used to sell records right like a record and, and use it and clean it and put it on there and and wait probably two minutes until that song is playing and i believe that is one thing that really makes humans worse in a lot of things. Uh, You don't have to put in effort, but you get a reward. That is a very bad thing. I think I think we need to go Mm. back to put in effort and then feel great because of it. And that is one thing which would be these walks, which would be walking the extra mile. I'm not and that's important. I think sometimes people think we are not talking about extremes. here. don't, don't have to go David Goggins mode and run for 24 hours and ruin your feet whatsoever. That's a totally different thing. Just go for what feels uncomfortable for you, which could be, ah, usually I just put the dishes here and I don't put them into the dishwasher. Do that always because how you do one thing is how you do everything. So I always make sure that I work the extra mile. What currently feels uncomfortable for me, I make myself do it because I'm a better version of myself every single time that I do so and I think that's very important even if that means just doing 10 air squats during your lunch break in your office because you have not been doing that before now you might do it at some point you might do more and you feel so much better so I think that's very important to to say as well
0: amazing yeah that's that's huge I love that you said we are making just making it too easy on ourselves right and Wow, that's powerful, yeah. We are moving our mind too much and not moving our body enough, right? That's what you said, that's a, that's a great quote. Um, That's so powerful. I used to do that too, like, I used to wake up and like, just do like 50 squats or even, I, did, I think I did uh, lunges, like supported lunges on my bed and I was like awake after like, <laughs> like single leg. And I was like awake after like 10, I was like, okay, like I, I hate this, I'm awake now. Um, so stuff like that, like we need to go back to to that. I think it's powerful. I like that.
1: Uh, Even that uh, people, of course, it's hard to
0: grasp right now, right? Like, let's just say
1: we're talking to somebody hasn't been exercising for decades, maybe office worker, you do not see the daylight much, you maybe have an awful diet whatsoever, then it's really hard to grasp that right now. But it's. You don't feel worse from moving, you feel better, like even like, let's just say, even just training is not always enough. Like there needs to be way more movement. As they say that mine sounds cliche. And sometimes you see these movement dudes running around and jogging wear and um, barefoot shoes. And you don't need to be a cliche for that. But it's true that motion is lotion and movement is medicine. So then when I let's just say I used to be very lazy on Sundays, which is maybe a nice example. Um, I'm very active throughout my week, working out walking, hiking, riding my bike. But I used to have that still that old me was Sunday is lazy. Sunday is just chilling. You know what? The funny thing is that on all six days, I feel great when I'm just chilling. If you want to call it on Sunday and I barely move at all. I feel awful on Monday. I have back pain and I usually don't have back pain. People ask me, you are a fitness coach. You can't have back pain. No. Why? Because I haven't been moving like the more you move, the better you feel and the more you rest, the worse you will feel. So you are rusting, right? Mm. Um, That's very true. Not into extremes. You don't have to do the same thing again, not working out strength wise eight hours a day. But for some people, you think 45 minutes of strength work is enough? No, I'm walking, I'm hiking, I'm strength training, I'm doing mobility, I'm going for the extra mile every single time. And that makes me feel great. So and if I spend five hours laying on my couch, I feel like crap the next day.
0: I can relate so much. Yeah, I can relate so much. I was also the same way. Um, Yeah, spending like my Sunday on Netflix and just like sleeping in, right? Sleeping in at like 10, 11 and watching Netflix, having a big breakfast. Like I never felt worse in my my life. Like honestly, it was so bad. And I was like, this doesn't make sense. Like how should I, how can I enjoy this? Um, Doesn't doesn't work for me.